0: So Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we magnify and we glorify your precious name. Just grateful, just thankful and grateful, Lord God, this day, the day that you have given us, Lord God, one that will hopefully through your word and the breaking of your bread, Lord God, will never. Allow us to continue or to be the same Lord God so Lord right now as you speak to our hearts I pray that every one of our hearts is open to you Lord God that you may speak to us in a way Lord God that will encourage us Lord God on our journey Lord God to submit You, Lord God, in a way that changes our character and changes who we are, Lord God, not just change the way that we act, but it, be, it changes us, Lord God, that we become like you, Lord God. We become like you in the way that we live, Lord God, in our character, in our love for one another, Lord God. Hmm. Right now, Lord God, rest on hearts. Let your spirit have its way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Glory be to God. If you will, turn your Bibles with me to James chapter 3. The book of James. James chapter 3. Hallelujah. James chapter 3 in our text uh, is coming from verses 13 through 17. James chapter 3, starting in verse 13 through 17 to the end of the chapter. Uh, the title of our message of today is a wisdom from above. Somebody say wisdom from above. Yes. Amen. Wisdom from above. Do you know that uh, what God wants to share with us on today that there's two types of wisdom that is at work in man. One is called the wiz, heavenly wisdom, the wisdom from above. And then the other one is fleshly wisdom, natural wisdom. And the Bible describes that fleshly wisdom is uh, sensual and demonic even. (laughs) Come on somebody. Hallelujah. And and God really wants to impart to us today uh, understanding of the wisdom that comes from above. Glory be to God. That we believers in the Most High God and for the rest of our stay here that he can use and impart to us. This wisdom that it may glorify the kingdom of God. That's what the, the wisdom from above. That's what it does. It glorifies God, not man. The wisdom that is essential, uh, the earthly wisdom, the fleshly wisdom that, that comes from man and that is imparted by man, it, it glorifies man. And we know then that that's a problem because no glory goes to man all glory goes to god so come on somebody and the bible also says that no no flesh will glory in his presence come on and so we know that that's an issue anything that, that 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 glorifies itself or or gets glory other than god is a problem and so today this word that God wants to speak to us is essential. It, it's important that we get an understanding or begin to get an understanding of revelation from the Most High God. That we as believers and as for the rest of our stay here, I love to say that because that's what... as believers until we leave this place or until Jesus come again it's only about one thing and that and this is our journey for the rest of our for our stay here and our stay here we got to get an understanding that it's not about us but it's about the kingdom of God so your life is not your own your life as you as a believer, if you have been redeemed for the day of redemption, if, excuse me, if, you, if you've if you been sealed for the day of redemption, then your time of your stay here is about one thing and one thing only, my friend. And we as believers, we have to allow ourselves to be disconnected from that understanding and that notion, not even for a minute. Because soon as we do, then it's going to take us to the left. Somebody say to the left. To the left to the left to the left to the left is what it's gonna take you and you don't want to go to the left God has brought us too far To be going to the left my friend. So there's a word from the Lord that he wants to impart to us And if we just grab a hold to this word and let this word be rooted and grounded in us and in our hearts It's gonna serve well for of the rest of our stay here for the time of our stay here for we be to God James chapter 3 verse 13 and it reads like this who is wise and understanding among you let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom I'm gonna read that again. Who is wise and understanding among you? In other words, if there's one that is wise and understanding amongst us, guess what's gonna happen? It's gonna manifest itself, it's gonna show itself by good conduct, by that his work is done how? In the meekness of wisdom. And so if we if To understand Truly what wisdom is Because what we want to do Is we want to do our work In the meekness of wisdom So we need to know what wisdom is That we may do it in the meekness of wisdom Why? That our works may be done In a way that is acceptable Unto God In verse 14 It says but if you have bitter envy See here's a way that you can know That it's not uh, your works it's not done in meekness or, uh, of wisdom. It says, but if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there where envy and self-seeking. See envy is one thing that we probably can is much more easily recognized than self-seeking. See, self-seeking is tricky. Self-seeking is one that we can look at ourselves and, and we would call self-seeking something else. We would call it the goodness of our hearts. We would call it doing your know, uh, God's service, even. But the real root of uh, in there, see, self-seeking ain't easily identified. So this is it, it causes us to have to do what Paul encouraged the Corinthians to do, and that's an examination. Let one examine himself. Yes. yes. It behooves us to examine ourselves. It is wise to examine ourselves because self-seeking is so crafty and, and, and tricky and, and so, uh, it, it, it looks like that which it, it is not. It puts on makeup and it appears to be something that it's not, Brother Rick. But it's self-seeking is having a desire, you know, to do something, but it's really not for the purpose that God is telling you to do it, first and foremost. But it's really, it's about something that uh, that, that ultimately will lead to self dorification my friend. It's, it's, uh, self-seeking will cause you to do things, you know, a good thing, as a matter of fact. But the, the real motivation underneath it that is not always easily recognizable is my motivation doing it because I need to feel good about something. Come on, somebody that I need to feel good. See, the wisdom that comes from above is able to distinguish these things, is able to show us these things that ought not be there. And that's what God wants to do for us today. In verse 17 of James chapter three, it says, but, somebody say, but. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, Full of mercy and good fruit without partiality and without hypocrisy. See the wisdom that's from above that's sent from God has all the characteristics of who God is. It is first pure. God is pure. It is it sends for peace. Glory be to God. When we know who is the prince of peace, come on somebody. It's gentle, glory be to God. It sends forth gentleness. Hallelujah. It, is, it yields, it, it is willing to yield. It is full of mercy. And we know that the God that we serve is the merciful God. Glory be to God. And it's without partiality or hypocrisy. See, the wisdom that comes from above. Is God Himself? Is God Himself? Just walk with me here on today. Because this is a serious thing that God wants to impart to us. Because the dilemma that we have, even you know, as, as verse 13, the first question that they ask is Who amongst you? Is, who is wise and understanding? And that's the question that we have to ask ourselves today, and this is what God wants in part. You know, if you have a desire to be wise, if you have a desire for wisdom, then first and foremost, we've got to understand that it don't come but from one place, and that's from above, my friends. It does not come from man. And if we get this understanding today of what true wisdom is, and wisdom is, is, is God's revelation unto man. And we have one responsibility then with wisdom that God reveals, and that is to do what is to be obedient. Glory be to God. See, now to see how the testimony fits together with the Word. Because the wisdom that comes from above, it reveals the plan of God. It reveals God's order. It reveals that which God desires. And wisdom only requires man, the wisdom that comes from above only requires man to walk in obedience. See, but we've been tricked. Because what we think wisdom is or how it's been imparted wisdom is, is some knowledge of something. Or it begins with that and it somehow ends with that Either. See, we think that wisdom is me knowing something more than you know. Right. See, true wisdom that comes from above, it happened. but it ain't because you found out something. It's because God reveals everything. And it only comes with one responsibility, my friend, that is God reveals that we walk in obedience. So what real wisdom is, not worldly wisdom, not what man would call wisdom, see, because man, in his wisdom, he wants to put himself above you. He wants to put you in a place, glory be to God. want to set some things in, in his order go with me to Proverbs chapter 8 because what I believe and what I pray and I hope for is that every one of us develops a heart of wisdom, or for wisdom a desire, heart's desire to walk in the wisdom of the almighty God <laughs> Proverbs chapter 8 Because if we have a heart for wisdom, if they know, and so what are you saying, Pastor John? So what I'm saying is if we have a heart to do what God says, it's first and foremost, it's going to take us being able to hear what God says. All right. Right. My God. Have mercy on us, Lord. We need a heart a desire for wisdom. And wisdom is that which God reveals that I need to do. Not the that here again, I'm gonna say that again. Wisdom is that God, that having a desire for God to reveal to me what I need to do. And then me doing it. Glory be to God. The Bible says that the beginning of the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord. Proverbs 9, 10 says that the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So what is that really? What is it saying? The reverence of God, the Lord, is the beginning of wisdom. See, in the reverence of, of the Lord, God that heart's desire is planted and made it for me to want and to have a desire to hear what thus saith the Lord that I may do what obey it not just to hear it to say that I heard from the Lord and go on and do what I want to do but having a heart's desire that is in obedience the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the fear of the Lord is the reverence unto God, Lord God, that's what you speak. I want to hear from you. This ain't no fear of being scared of the Lord. This is a, uh, a, the fear that means I, I recognize who you are, almighty God. Yes. And because of who you are, i being drawn to who you are as my Lord and my Savior and my King. And so I want to hear that I may do it. Yes. That I may do it. Yes. No not be wanting to appeal to you for everything that I need you to hear from me that you may do God come on somebody because much of the body of Christ and what has been taught in the church is that when you come into this relationship that you have some kind of special line to God to get him to do what you want to do no the special line is that you have a line that's open to you that you can hear the Lord that you may have wisdom to do what he says do glory be to God Oh, this line don't run that way it runs the other way my friend in this high time that the church begins to understand what the wisdom of the lord is all about in verse one of chapter eight proverbs it says does not wisdom cry out to you do you hear what the lord is saying not only my friend is, is, is are we to have a heart for wisdom and to hear the Lord That we may do it But guess what? Wisdom itself uh, God himself Wisdom that comes from above Guess what? It, it is crying out to us Oh my God Can you hear the heart of the Lord? Even God's heart is crying out to us Saying what you hear What I'm saying to you Please Does thy wisdom cry out, and understanding lifts her voice. She takes a stand at the top of the high hill, besides the way where the path meets. Here it is, verse 3, it says, she cries out from the gate. That's wisdom. That's the the heart of God is crying out from the gate at the entrance of the city, at the entrance of the door. And it says, to you, O man, I call is calling us. He's calling us. I want to impart to you my truth. Look at, as he goes further, it says in verse 4, it says, to you, O O man, I call. And my voice is of the sons of men. Of you. Oh, you simple one. Understanding and proven. And you fools, be of an understanding heart. Look at verse 6. It says, Listen, listen, for I will speak of excellent things. See the things that the wisdom cries out from the gates is things of excellence. What's things of excellence? Things of excellence is God's will, my friend, right here for you and me, right here on earth, Lord. That the kingdom of God may be glorified. See excellent things is not the things that we, we think. See our, our excellent things is what we want from God. As a matter of fact, if we get if he did give them to us, it, it'll just we'll get it today and it'll destroy us tomorrow. But the excellent things that come from above, my friends, it will beat you today and it will lift you up tomorrow. It will hold you for the rest of your days. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. This is what's crying out. It says in verse 7. Oh, let me read verse 6. I can't just pass it off. It says, listen. For I will speak of Excellent things and from the opening of my lips will come right things This is wisdom the wisdom that comes from above Is saying what you hear what I'm saying to you my friend This is not fleshly wisdom this is not man's wisdom, but this is the wisdom that comes from above It says in verse 7 for my mouth will speak truth see that's what the wisdom from above does it speaks excellent things it comes for uh, it brings forth right things it brings forth truthful things wickedness is an abomination to my lips glory be to God is what wisdom says it won't speak for abominations all the words of my mouth are, are right are with righteousness, says wisdom. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plans, excuse me, they are all plain to him who understands. And right to those who find knowledge. They are right to those who find knowledge. Come on, somebody! Ain't this good news today, my friends? See that that was God sent forth, and that was God reveals. Is is if, if you have any understanding, glory be to God, which don't come without wisdom, it bring forth uh, uh, the truth, the knowledge of truth. Hallelujah! Come on, somebody. And in verse ten, it says, "Receive my instructions and not silver." Mm. And acknowledge rather, uh, excuse me, and acknowledge and knowledge rather than choose gold. I'm going to say that again. This is what wisdom says receive my instructions and not silver. Hallelujah. And receive knowledge rather than gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things one day may desire, excuse me, all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. See, all the things that we can desire cannot be compared to her. Who is her? Wisdom, my friends. It is wisdom. What is wisdom? Oh, see. Don't go back into your own mindset because we're not talking about man's wisdom. We're talking about a desire. To receive that which is crying out at the gate. That is the revelation of God. That's the wisdom of God. That it only needs you to do one thing. is to obey it. See, that's what real true wisdom is. That is what being wise is. is to hear the voice of God and do it. Hallelujah. And do it. See, that's what he was giving you the testimony for, Lariah Today is to hear my voice and do it. That is wisdom. That is wise. Hallelujah. We have to hear. This has to be a desire that is burning within us. Amen. It's got to be our heart's desire. That's okay. Amen. It's to hear and to receive. We to know. The, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom See and what God really wants to show us Flip your Bible back a couple of chapters to uh, Proverbs 13 I mean Proverbs 3 <coughs> Pro- Proverbs 3 Just a couple chapters back in verse 13 it says Happy is the man who finds wisdom Happy is the man who finds wisdom, and the man who gains understanding. See, happy is the man, blessed is the man that gets this uh, revelation, that what will wisdom is is not the wisdom that man tells you that it is, that you have to uh, be, have some kind of form of earthly knowledge, that you have to be in some kind of group or crew. But the Bible says that when you understand, and what is he happy is the man who who uh, who, who finds wisdom, I meaning is the, the man that has a burning desire in his heart. Glory be to God! To Hear that which is crying out at, from the gates. The wisdom that is crying out from the gate that God is trying to impart. He says, who can I send my wisdom to? I need a vessel that I can speak my wisdom to. Because if the vessel that I can speak my wisdom to, that's the vessel that's going to receive what I said and they're going to do it. And the manifestation of the kingdom of God is going to be here on earth. See, when we pray, we pray the prayer all the time. Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The only way his will is going to be done on earth as it is in heaven is he need a vessel that will hear his voice and do it and do it and do it and do it it just takes us doing it and that only can be found in our heart that is for the Lord above all things go to Proverbs 4 Proverbs 4 verse 5 Yes. Mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 5 It says get wisdom Somebody say get wisdom, wisdom. Get understanding yeah. Do not forget nor turn away From the words of my mouth Says wisdom yeah. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. Wisdom will preserve you, my friend. Wisdom will preserve you. Come on, somebody. Right, right. Yes, she will. See, and like this again, don't get it confused when ain't talk about the wisdom of the world. Because the wisdom of the world, oh, preserve. It'll get it'll it'll trick you into getting through today. But oh, there is a tomorrow coming, my friend. See, and then you know, and the wisdom of man will tell you, oh, you can do this on your taxes, you can do this, and, and, and it's all good for right now, but there's a day that's come, my friend, and that the one who told you the, the wisdom of the flesh, he don't seem to be nowhere around the day of reckoning and that's the knock on the door from the IRS, or the letter in the mail that says that we about to seize your bank account, my friend. See, there's all kinds of wisdom that comes from man, and that. But one thing that you'll notice that's in common with the wisdom of man is that it works for a while. And the one that is imparting that wisdom, when when it stopped working, he's gone. You can't find him no more. Right. That's right. He disappeared. Right. The one that had all the instructions and all you know the the, the way to go from the beginning. See, because the wisdom of man, gets who it benefits? Yeah. Man. But the wisdom that comes from above, glory be to God. It glorifies God and God himself. Hallelujah. It says, give wisdom, get understanding, do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. For do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Get wisdom. See, and this is very interesting because in the past we've read this. But see, the thing about it is when we read and and we and some of us even have memorized the verses, that wisdom is the principal thing. But the part that we didn't have was the prerequisite to what wisdom was We we, so we we, wisdom being the principal thing we went out to seek the world's wisdom And thereby live by it See this wisdom that, that the Word of God is talking about don't have nothing to do with the world's wisdom This is the wisdom that is from above glory be to God and we have to know what that is. So the wisdom that comes from above, the wisdom that imparts, uh, that, 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 that keeps you, the wisdom that preserves you to the, for, the, for the end times, glory be to God. It's, it's one thing and one thing only. It's a revelation from God. It's a revealing from God that, that, that only needs us to do one thing, and that is to do what? Come on, somebody. Obey. Amen. Do it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Just to do it. Amen. See, and, and this wisdom, see, it don't require you to know anything. It just requires you to hear everything and to do it. See, and, and when you don't know anything and you just do something, then God glorified. But see, when, the, the wisdom that we want is, is one that we know something. So when we do something, then guess who's glorified because of what we knew. You see the danger? Come on, somebody. See, this is—I mean, this is a real deliver for man. Yes. Come on for this flesh, my friends. Yes, yes. See, this wisdom is not a wisdom of flesh. It has nothing to do with the flesh. Matter of fact, if we were—if we, my God, if we knew any better, then we need to die. To the wisdom of the flesh that we may receive the wisdom that comes from above go to second corinthians chapter one and here's a full demonstration my friend of the power of god at work when the wisdom of god Is at work 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 I believe. and what we see here is Paul as he came and he ministered to the Corinthians and he raised to them and, and, and reminds them of when he came to them and how he ministered the word to them Yeah, Amen. and this is a may not seem to fit exactly what God is speaking to us now but it's of all it it, it fits because here's a real uh, understanding first and foremost and a real example to to you and to me me, of what fleshly wisdom is uh, excuse me of what fleshly wisdom has no part in the kingdom see Paul Ministered to them and he reminded them of how he came to them. Look what it says in verse twelve. He says, "For our boasting is this: this is what we boast in—the testimony of our of our conscience that we conducted ourselves in the world in simplicity and godly sincerity. How did they conduct themselves in this thing in the world with simplicity?" and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, my friends. Not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God. But by the grace of God. See, the wisdom from God is but by the grace of God. We did, they did minister by the uh, fleshly wisdom by the grace of God. And this is a serious deliver for us as believers, my friend, because we have been parted, been imparted, the, the fleshly wisdom before you ever knew the wisdom that came from above. So what is happening even in us, in the church, that as we have a desire to walk in wisdom, my friend, and as we hear things from God, if we ain't careful, what we've done is we've taken the things that God has revealed for us to do what? Just to, to walk in wisdom in, which was only to do. So but what we've done is that we've taken the things from of God and, and, and we've then contaminated it and washed it in fleshly wisdom. So we've heard from God then we're going to take what God says instead of just doing it, we're going to uh, put our true sense into it. We're going to take what God says. So God says, go and do this. So then we're going to go and take what God says. So we're going to go do it, but we're going to figure out how to do it. That's it. it. Amen. Mm. And it. Okay. We can to contaminate it. Amen. And I only can tell us the truth, my friends, because it ain't just you. It's been all of us. And God said now we are moving into a time that I need somebody to operate in the wisdom that comes from above I don't need you to take what I'm saying and then you figure out how to do it I need you to just hear what I'm saying and go and do it The way I say it See because if you hear what I'm saying then if I give some instruction God says when you If you start walking then I'll tell you how to do it You know, but see what we've done is we took what God said and before we started walking we didn't figure out how to do it So when we do start walking, we can't hear nothing that he's telling us what to do because we already got a plan And here's the sad part about it my brothers and my sisters the sad part of that very thing is we'll take the word of God And use it as an excuse for what we do Because we'll take the word of God when it says that, uh, yo, how does he say, he says, uh, count it. Count the cost. Count the cost. So we'll hear what God is saying, and then we'll count the cost. So when we start walking, then we can't hear nothing that God is saying about the cost. Because we already counted it, we already planned it, and we already just doing our thing. So even if he was speaking, we can't hear him because we ain't paying attention. When the real reality of it is when when he says count the cost, he's talking about, hear me. He don't need you to count nothing. Go back and study in the context and I will assure you that you'll see it. That what he's talking about when he says count the cost meaning that taking all consideration what I'm saying. Counting the cost is meaning that you denounce what you think. And with the plan that you will put together and put in it allow his plan to come forth. That's counting the cost. Am I going to use God's plan or, or am I going to use my plan? That's the simple counting of the cost. Am I going to use God's plan or am I going to wait for God's plan? Or am I going to go ahead and construct the plan? Because I know clearly God says yes, I can buy the house. I know clearly God says yeah, I can go ahead and buy the new car. I know clearly God says yes, I can go ahead and move from this city to that city. So I begin to count the cost. I'm going to count the cost, is doing it your way or is he going to do it his way? The counting of the cost ain't you figuring out anything. It's making a choice, am I going to do it my way or his? Yes. I know this is new news, but glory be to God that he didn't withhold it from us any longer. And Here's the proof in the pudding because the proof in the pudding is, is that God is a uh, his word don't contradict itself and he's not a lie And God says ain't no glory no flesh gonna no glory in my presence See because if he was telling you to count the cost well, you got to figure out something then guess who's gonna when it works Guess who's gonna get the glory because who figured it out? You did and He says no glory no flesh will glory in my presence No, so if he, if you understood what he really meant when he says counting the cost, then you, you, we would understand that he's saying, I need you to denounce your plan. I need you, I know you was getting ready to get it out. I know you was getting ready to get your calculator out, your notes, out and everything. No, you was getting ready to get be. You was gonna spend some time doing this. He says, no, I need you to do is throw that pen away, throw that, uh, that book away, and then that same amount of time that you was getting ready to get busy in all night with this, I need you to get on your knees. Hallelujah. For, and, and, and seek me for that same amount of time. You're about to be up all night doing it for yourself. So can you be up all night on your knees to hear me? And you don't need no pen for that. You just need an open heart. Thank you, Lord. It's high time that we begin to hear Him, that He may receive the glory and the credit that's right, that's right. where it belongs, and that we can quit contaminating ourselves, even tempting ourselves to be able to receive any glory because I did nothing. And <laughs> see, when you just sprawl out before Him and you know that He's the only one that's speaking, then you know that you ain't did nothing. And the temptation to receive any of His glory is washed away, my friends. This is good news this is good news because this is the news that just god is setting us free he's setting us free we're gonna close right here there's a young lady i know that just recently was involved in an accident minor car accident so don't be alarmed no injuries and nothing like that but god manifested himself through your uh, understanding of wisdom And he showed himself and it's a perfect example for you and me today because as she got into this accident, again a small accident, matter of fact for the other person, it really didn't have no damage on the other person's car. It was her fault. But she had damage on her car in there. So her wisdom knew and told her that boy, if you report this accident, then your insurance rates going to go up. Because it was your fault, and you know it was your fault, and you know that you're a believer, so you know you can't lie, that's okay, but when you can use wisdom, does, the, the, the spirit told her. And your wisdom would be to count the cost. And in counting this cost, my friend, you you can see it very clearly, that when you file this claim, it's your fault, you're going to get a re-increase over here. And how are you going to afford that? She began to count the cost. Because wisdom told her that. So what she figured is that, well, uh, they didn't have no damage on their car, really, at all. I did exchange information with them, but they didn't really have no damage, so they probably ain't even gonna call. So why am I gonna call and tell on myself so my rates can go up? Wisdom continues. See, wisdom was speaking, Boy, and and, and, you know, and the beautiful thing about that wisdom, it begins, it speaks, it makes all the sense in the world yeah. To the flesh. <laughs> so, in the bear witness, she, 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 guess what she told Wisdom when he, when Wisdom told her there was much, not even much damage. they probably ain't gonna make you go report it. So why are you gonna go tell on yourself? She was like, "Amen, Wisdom. Amen. <laughs> yes, yeah. Amen. You write about that. Uh, it's all right. But then you remember that one that be crying at the gate." <laughs> The wisdom that comes from above in Proverbs chapter uh, 8 says that cries at the gate, my friend. It begins to cry out. You see, the wisdom that man that comes from the flesh makes a lot of sense in the flesh. But it don't remind you of the consequences if you take this chance that there is some consequences possibly that you may even weigh out that you count the cost. They don't want you to see that part. It's like, uh, you know, they, they want, that, like the hot hidden fees, you know, that the world charge you, but they they don't want you to see that until the end. till it's already on your credit card and you get the bill in the mail a month later you don't remember what it was because it's been 30 days already. See. but the wisdom that cried out at the gate, Begins to speak to her heart, glory be to God, and it says you need to go and talk to your insurance man And see in in talking to the insurance man it wasn't even about the fleshly things because she already had the answer for that But the the reason why the 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 crowd at the gate say you need to go talk to your insurance man Because this insurance man ain't going to talk to you about the things in the flesh. He's going to impart some things spiritually to you. He's going to tell you uh, of the one that's crying at the gate. He's going to say, can you hear the one crying at the gate, my friend? And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. Because as as she came in to speak to me, the Spirit of the Lord began to to, uh, speak in in a way that, that, that just blew my mind. Because what the spirit of the Lord was wanting, it, it's no doubt that it was small damage. It ain't no doubt that she probably could have paid her own debt. And even if the people said that they needed $500, that maybe she could have done that. Or $100 or whatever. We was going to squash this. It. It, it wasn't even about that. See, the, 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 the spirit of the Lord that was crying at the gate, the wisdom that was crying at the gate, wanted to give her more than what she was willing to settle for in her counting the cost. What he wanted to give her was a revelation that, my friend, I need you to trust in me. Because if you can hear the spirit, uh, the wisdom that's crying at the gate, is that I want to use this for once in your life. That you don't depend on yourself, but that you trust in the Almighty God. That that when you file this claim, and when your rates go up, that I am one that is able to give you the increase. Because that's what I want to do. I want to get you to an increase. Pay because you trusted in me See it was never about the little accident He just used the accident. No, he didn't cause the accident, but he used the accident to bring forth a wisdom that would tell her that you can get to increase Nothing to do with the accident You see, some of us right now that going to do something special in our lives And he'll use situations that come up in our lives that if we can hear him Crying at the gate, that he's bringing us to a place of increase, my friends. He's bringing through a place of deliverance. He wants to bring forth something more than what you think this is really all about, because this is what you see. But if we trust in the Lord, and hear his voice and have the deep desire to do what he says do. Then glory be to God. Guess what's on the other side of that? It's obedience that leads to increase. Somebody say obedience that leads to increase. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what this is all about. But God needs us to have a heart for him. Because how many of us, if he just told us, hey, if you just obey what I said, then I'm going to give you increase, then we ain't obeying him because we love him and trust him, we obeying him for the increase. Yeah. Come on. See, wisdom will allow you to love and trust God. that will, will allow you to impress onto you to obey him. Then guess what? That brings forth yeah. increase. Sounds familiar. Because see, this is how Solomon lived his life. You understand what I'm saying to you? He believed in God. He trusted in God enough that when God said, I'll give you whatever you want, then he wasn't talking about the small things. He was talking about a closer walk. That blessed him with much. We're living in a time right now, my friends, that we're cutting ourselves short because we're relying on the wisdom. That's from our flesh. The wisdom that is imparted by man. The wisdom that, that ends in, in self-glorification. and gratification. Not glory unto the Father. And God says today is the day that you, with you, it ends. And this we can't take for granted. Don't think that you know because you've been in church for all of these years. No, God says that if you, if you really want to know, then hear my voice. Because this you you can't know unless I reveal it. So don't come before me thinking of what you know. Come before me with, uh, with your arms wide open. In the last verses, James chapter 1, verse 5, what does it say? If any man lack wisdom, do what? Let him ask of God. Who gives what? Literally. Without reproach. That's what our God does. Amen. So this wisdom don't come from man. It comes from God. Amen. And if we ask, He gives Amen. it bountifully. Without reproach. <coughs> In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Let's give God some glory right there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. There you